how in the world is inflation, uh, high cost of labor, high cost of gas, a war, us sending support to the war, us coming off a pandemic, still have to pay all that money back. I'm like, how in the world is that positive for the market and why did we rally? And so in my head, I'm like, this feels like the big short. I want to double down on my put options because I think we're about to crash and crash hard. Do you feel like you were meant to live a life of financial abundance? Like you know your money is supposed to work harder for you than you work for it? Maybe you heard about the stock market and the new millionaires being created and wonder why not me? Maybe you want to invest in the stock market, but you don't know where to start. Maybe you have a 401k or an IRA, but you want to enjoy your money now, not just in retirement. Maybe you already had some success in the stock market, but you want to take it to the next level. Working for somebody else and watching free YouTube videos will only get you so far. To truly be financially free, it takes a strategic game plan, an investor's mindset, and a willingness to take calculated risks. When you're ready to get out of the rat race and onto the fast track, join us here where we break down how to manage money, how to navigate the stock and options market, and how to approach investing with the right mindset. I'm Jason Brown, stock market coach and options trader, and this is the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. Hey, what's up, traders? Welcome to the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, stock market coach and option trader, Jason Brown. And man, I want to talk about staying sane in this absolutely insane, crazy stock market that we have right now. Um, You know, I, I was looking at the landscape and talking with our members about this inside the university and saying, like, this market does not make sense the way it's behaving. But when you look at the opportunities, there's a lot of things you could be doing. There's a lot of things you could not be doing as well. So I want to give you a couple of things to stay sane. But when, well, let me break down the landscape because I shared this with our members. I said you have home prices that are at record high. You have the cost of labor and cost of material to whether it's to fix up homes or do anything that are super high and inflated, which doesn't bode well for companies, doesn't bode well for their earnings, doesn't bode well for how much the American dollar buys. You got inflation at an all time high, basically is what I just, uh, you know, explained in those two increases with labor and materials. Now you have the war with Ukraine and Russia and you have this oil spike, which now again, you know, you're going to pay more to drive your car, heat your home. But you're also, if you're a trucker, if you are moving packages around, because you're UPS, FedEx, Amazon, um, those airplanes are now going to have to pay more for gas, more for their trucks to be out on the road. So all these things are just not good for the economy, good for the end user consumer. Then you throw a war on there, you add uncertainty. Then you also have the Federal Reserve getting ready to raise rates. So the cost of borrowing money is getting ready to increase. And so when you put all those things together, honestly, none of that seems like a recipe for a bull market. It it, it doesn't seem like the recipe to be like, that's that's the perfect picture for me to go in and buy a bunch of stocks. I mean, it doesn't seem like that's the big, good picture. And then at the time of this recording, you had President Biden announced that we're going to sanction Russian oil now and stop bringing in Russian oil, which 
again, oil prices and gas and, and, and all that is going to go up even more. And at the time that he announced it, the market actually rallied. It like rallied. And it, it really reminded me, if you've never seen the movie, The Big Short, I was telling our members this. I was like, guys, this feels like the movie, The Big Short. In the movie, The Big Short, there was this moment where the guy was just like, I won't ruin the movie if you've never seen it. If you've never seen this brilliant movie, go see it. It was about the real estate and the mortgage crash. But this guy was like, there's no way these mortgages are triple A rated. Like these people are defaulting on their homes, working, walking away for it from it. Yet they wouldn't like downgrade the credit rating on those mortgage swaps. So he was shorting against it. But he was getting squeezed, meaning like the, the market was going up for real estate, but he was like, it shouldn't be going up. And then he found out like they were propping the market up. It was all like a scheme. Um, and so I feel the same way about this stock market. I'm like, how in the world is inflation, uh, high cost of labor, high cost of gas, a war, us sending support to the war, us coming off a pandemic still have to pay all that money back i'm like how in the world is that positive for the market and why did we rally and so in my head i'm like this feels like the big short i want to double down on my put options because i think we're about to crash and crash hard now nobody knows for sure and i'm not trying to call a market um crash i'm not trying to call a recession but to a certain degree, I'm like, we have all the makings of a recession. And I don't know why the market went up, at least at the time of this recording. And it makes me I'm like in my head, I'm like, I might need to double down on my on, on my shorts because I, I, I think we're headed for a crash. This made no sense for the market to go up. No sense whatsoever. And I believe it's a fake out or it's a. I think it's a push higher to pull people in so that they can offload their stocks to these to, to, to the consumer who's just like, oh, things are going up. Let me get in. And I think a lot of people are going to get hurt and get left holding the bag. I really do. I really that, that's my belief. We'll find out if that's what happens. Um, I, I'm even going to timestamp this. I'm recording this March 8th, 2022. All right. And these are just my thoughts because I, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I, mm, something in my gut is telling me we're going to get crushed or we're going down hard because um, that move made zero sense. It made zero sense. So what are the five things that you can do or consider to stay sane in this market? All right. If you're not part of Power Trades University, I obviously don't talk to you as much as I talk to my members in the forum or, or, or giving them, you know, we're walking through ideas, what we think we should do. So let me give you a couple of things that you can consider. So number one, if you own stock, if you own stock or at least 100 shares, you want to consider a, a strategy is selling the covered call, meaning you own the stock and you sell a call option against your stock, possibly bring in some premium. When you think about what when most people lose money, they don't lose money because stocks just keep going up. Most people lose money because stocks go down. 
And so if you own at least 100 shares, you can do a covered cost strategy. It means if you own 100 shares, you can sell an option against yourselves and bring in what we call some premium or some money up front. It's usually not a lot of money, but some money in this market is better than none as stocks continue to sell off or just kind of flatline and go sideways. You could technically also take that money and, and, and do what we're about to talk about here. And the second thing that you can do to stay sane in this market, I think the second thing you can do to stay sane in this market is make sure you have some insurance or some protection to the downside. OK, now, how do you have insurance or protection to the downside? Well, we just talked about one way you could sell options against your stock, which means you bring in a little bit of money and have some premium in case things sell off. You get to keep that money, which ultimately lowers your cost, the cost of owning that stock, especially if it's something you're going to hold for long term. Second thing you can do is buy insurance or what we like to call put options and put options basically allow you to put the stock to somebody else at a certain price point and repair your portfolio. We teach this all inside of Power Trades University, all inside of our option courses. Just to give you a quick example, just think about your car. If you have a $50,000 car, $50,000 Mercedes Benz, and you pay, you buy insurance, you pay two, $300 a month in insurance. If you run, if you get in an accident, God forbid, you get to exercise that insurance, which is basically a put option. You get to now say, hey, I just smashed my car into a wall or a drunk driver hit me, whatever the case may be. That $300, you now can put that car to your insurance company. Say, hey, this was a $50,000 car. I'm putting it to you guys. You guys can have it and they will give you $50,000 or they will give you the amount to repair your $50,000 asset. So. In this market, we've been teaching our students, we've been pounding the table like, guys, have some insurance to the downside. Lately, we have been making more money from stocks falling than we have from the stocks going up. So if you want to stay sane in this market, you got to have some insurance to the downside. You don't blow up your account or lose all your money from stocks going up. You blow up your account or lose all your money from stocks going down. So I gave you two things you can do. If you own 100 shares, you can sell covered calls against it, or you can also buy put options um, and have some insurance to protect your portfolio in case it blows up. You can get it replaced by the insurance company, aka the stock market will reimburse you by exercising that put option. If you don't understand how any of that works, I'm begging you, please learn how this stuff works. Learn how this stuff works. I have a free um option trading i don't know five series on on our youtube channel uh if you listen to the podcast um you know you can message us we'll send you a link to the the, the free option trading basics and get you familiar with this stuff but you got to learn you got to have the education you got to have the strategies if you want to stay sane in this market third thing you got to do or should consider doing if you're investing so if you're like i'm not a trader i'm an investor got it all right. Some people are investors. Um, you know, they, they they're here for the long term. Even good companies are getting beat up right now. So bad companies are getting destroyed, just getting destroyed. So what I want you to consider is looking at your portfolio and making sure that you're investing with good companies that have a track record that can weather this storm, that can weather a, a, a war with Russia, that can weather the storm of high gas prices. You're with good companies that 
may get beat up, but long term, these companies are good companies and they will come back. You need to look at your portfolio. This is not the time to turn a blind eye to your investments, your portfolio. Be like, I just don't even want to look at it. No, this is the time to look at it because when the market rebounds, you also want to make sure you're in the stocks that are going to rebound and not necessarily go out of business. Or maybe their business is hurt so severely that when the market rebounds, these are not the stocks that are going to bring your account back to life. So you want to look at your account, your trades, your investments, and make sure you're with good companies. What is a good company? Uh, a company is a good company. Maybe uh, You want to look at a couple different things. You can look at the financials of the company, but I would encourage you to more so look at the environment that we're in right now and say, who can survive gas and oil prices going higher? Could be e-commerce companies, could be internet companies like Google who don't really use gas. They don't really produce a physical product. So you might look at companies that are in software and e-commerce. You start to say, well, where's the future going? If we got a problem with oil, if we get into a war, the future is probably moving towards electric. Does that mean Tesla? Maybe. Does it mean um, Solar City? Does it mean EMPH, Enphase Energy, who makes these solar microinverters? You might want to start to look at companies like that and say, well, that's where the future is going. As we push through this, that is where money is going to flow. I want you asking yourself these types of questions, because what's a good company is not just did they have good earnings last quarter? Um, a company could have had good earnings last quarter and get destroyed. Now, check out DocuSign, Roku. There's a ton of companies that used to have good earnings that are just getting destroyed or they were the boom stocks during the pandemic, but now they're just getting destroyed. So we can't just look at the financials and make our decision. We have to think with our third eye, which is your brain. You got to ask the tough questions. You got to get inside these rooms where we're talking about this stuff amongst other educated traders and say, what are you guys thinking? But ask those types of questions to yourself. Okay. Fourth thing you need to do or Consider. I don't like saying you need to do because it sounds like I'm giving you advice and I'm not giving you advice. I'm just trying to open up your mind. Fourth thing you want to consider if you want to stay sane in this market is diversifying. Now, when most people hear diversification, they think about diversification as like how many different sets of stocks do I have? Am I in different sectors? Now, that's one form of diversification. Do I have some stocks that are in energy, tech? Uh, do I have some consumer staples? Um, that's one way to diversify. Another way to diversify is with mutual funds and with ETFs. But a third way to diversify that most people don't really talk about is by using calls and put options. So maybe you have some stock, but you mix in some put options so that you can be diversified in case they fall. Maybe you have some things in place in case stocks fall. Make sure you have some things in place like owning some stock or some call option in case things turn around and rise. Yes, you're not going to make a killing um, one way or the other, but sometimes the goal is not to make a killing. Sometimes the goal is to not be killed. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes the goal is not to make a killing. Sometimes the goal is just not to be killed. It's to get through this time without much damage to your portfolio. So I want you to think about those different ways of diversification. If you don't know how to diversify with calls, puts, um, only know how to diversify with ETFs and, and having different sectors, that's um, 
you're, you're not being a master of your money. You're doing the bare minimum. You're like, oh, I got an ETF. That's fine. And, and there's I don't want to say there's nothing wrong with that, but just know you're not being a master of your money. It's like saying, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm only going to learn how to use this one machine, the treadmill. It's like, wouldn't be a bad idea to learn how to stretch. Wouldn't be a bad idea to poke your head into a yoga class. Wouldn't be a bad idea to go sit in the sauna or the steam room and remove toxins and let that sweat out of your body, right? So it's like, yes, you could go to the gym and just run on the treadmill. Sure. People do it all the time. But you're not being a master of your body, of trying to lose weight, be in optimal health, because it's more to being in optimal health than just running on the treadmill. It's the same thing with the stock market. There's more to investing than just having one strategy. I'm just going to diversify and buy ETF or mutual fund. You can do it. But again, you're not being a master of your money. So learn how to diversify multiple ways to protect your account and to stay sane in this market. And the last one that I'm going to leave you with is something that I live by. And that is sometimes the best trade is no trade. I'm going to say it again. Sometimes the best trade is no trade. Sometimes the best investment is no investment. The best investment is just the cash in your pocket, the cash sitting in your account while you're waiting for the right opportunity. You don't have to feel like you always have to do something. I got to be in something. I got to trade. Things are down. I got to go down. Things are up. I got to go up. Um, I heard it's a good time to invest. I got to get in. I heard it's a bad time. I got to get out. Sometimes the best trade is no trade. Sometimes the best investment is the investment that you didn't make. It's just having the cash available for when you're ready. So don't feel the pressure. Don't feel the need to do something just to be doing something. But if you do have to do something, I want you to think about the other things we talked about. Today. If you own stock, consider selling 100 shares or selling call options against it. If you own stock, consider having some insurance or protection to the downside. If you're investing, consider diverse, keeping, keeping with good companies that have a good track record. And then also consider diversifying not just your stocks, your portfolio with calls, with put options, with stocks, with ETFs, with mutual funds. Learn how to completely diversify, not just uh, one-sided diversify. Like, oh, I bought two different industries. I'm diversified. And then remember, sometimes the best trade is no trade. And like I told some of my members this morning, we, we jumped in a, a trade on Roku with some puts. I know uh, I made over $10,000. Um, in like 24 hours, but I'm gonna leave you with this. What was my point in sharing that with you is that if we didn't get out of that trade, the stock rocketed up after that. And we would have went from being up over $10,000 to being down over $10,000. And so my last note that I want to leave you with to stay sane in this market is to remember that you never go broke taking a profit. So when you got a bird in the hand, when you got some money, you're up a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand, depending on your trading account. Take the money and run. Don't sit there and be like, well, how much more could I make? How much more could it fall or how much more could it go up? 
It's market too volatile. And the best way to help your sanity and stay calm is to bring the troops home. Remember, every time you send the troops out, you're sending them out to war. And there's always a chance that the troops won't come back home. There's always a chance that the money won't come back home because you took a loss. So when you're winning the war on poverty, when you're winning the war of increasing your trading account, your investment account, remember, you never go broke taking a profit. Ring the cash register, bring the troops home, live to fight another day. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you're ready to learn how to have your money work hard for you instead of you working hard for it, then I want you to join us inside Power Trades University. Power Trades University is my group coaching program where we look for real trades in the real market every week for two hours live. It's all recorded and timestamped in case you can't make it live. You also have access to my amazing community of traders, plus access to all of my best selling stocks and option courses and even my master classes. Just head on over to www.powertradesuniversity.com. Once again, just head on over to www.powertradesuniversity.com and I'll see you on the inside.